Okay, selection processes. So we've worked out, we've taken a view about what type of risks we want to hold, that we're willing to be exposed to, we're, and, and we've sort of weighed up how important is quality to us, how important is cost certainty, and so forth. And we've decided on our procurement route, uh, and now we've got to find someone to work with. Uh, and there are basically two ways of doing this, of course. There is some kind of competition, so you hold some kind of competition, uh, or there is find someone you like and sit down and try and cut a deal. The negotiation. Your standing orders will have an influence on what, if these options are both open to you, or under what circumstances these options are both open to you. But you know, putting aside whatever restrictions your standing orders might uh, might make, there they are. Um, all everything I'm talking about here, of course, applies. Doesn't just apply to find a builder or find a design and build contractor. It applies to find a design team, find a lawyer, find anybody. Uh, I mean, uh, these, are, these are generic processes, supply selection. Um, the issues that you'll be looking for will differ, but the, but the process is pretty much the same. So um, competitive process, uh, traditional tendering, you hold a competition based on just one variable, how much money. So you, you, you produce a load of uh, documents which describe the work to be done. You send it out to half a dozen different builders. I mean, this is what all your asset management, all your decent homes programs uh, will, have, will have done pretty much by and large over the years. Um, you send it out to half a dozen builders and you say, that's the work you've got to do, clearly set out, assume it's going to take you X weeks, how much are you going to charge? Okay, and so back come half a dozen different figures from the different builders and you choose the lowest figure and bingo, off you go. So that's the, that's the, that's the theory behind uh, a single variable uh, competitive process. But it may be that you're interested in more than just how much. You might be interested in something else, like if you're, if you're looking for a design and build contractor, they're doing two things for you. They're completing the designs and they're doing the building works. Well, therefore, you might be interested not just in how much they're going to charge for the building works, you might be interested in how good are they at design. So you've got two variables. So it's getting a bit more complicated, but you're still holding a competition. You're still going out to three or four different design and build contractors and saying, give us your bids. Your bids now are going to be some designs and a price, lovely designs, four gold bars. Over here, this bidder, awful designs, half a gold bar, and one or two in the middle. And now you've got to decide what's the overall, dare I say, best value of the quality and the price together to decide how to go. It's a bit more complicated. If you're partnering, if you're really thinking about, you know, you've got a long, uh, you're looking for someone, looking for someone with a view to a long and meaningful relationship. Okay, GSOH required, it's absolutely mandatory in partnering, etc. I mean, you really are selecting here, of course you're, you're covering the old hard issues like, what, generally speaking, how much do they charge? Do, are they good at what they, uh, you know, are they good designers, are they good site managers, are they good uh, uh, subbies, uh, is their workmanship good? But you're also getting into the area of personal characteristics, you know. Are they, by and large, a bunch of people who prefer to work in a collaborative or cooperative fashion? Or are they people who relish the fight? These are, in, these are personal characteristics, and it gets very soft. can get very soft here. This is very, very you know, hard, objective stuff. This can get complicated and quite subjective, but they're all... A competitive process. You know, you're, you're asking people to compete and you're selecting 
accordingly, as opposed to the one at the bottom, which is it's not a competitive process. You choose Fred or Josephine or whoever is your best builder or your best designer or whatever, and you say, can we do a deal on this scheme? And there are pros and cons, of course, of that, uh, of those two approaches. Uh, so one of the obvious ones, of course, about the negotiation is the probity issue. You know, how, how can we demonstrate to the world that if we give a 15 million pound job to, how about Alex, how about a 15 million pound job? Yeah? Okay? That's not the fee, right? That's just this. this, this. Um, but, you know, how, Alex is a mate of mine. How do you, the skeptical world, know that the reason that I've committed my local authority to a 15 million pound project and Alex is the, uh, is the architect is because Alex is the very best person for the job? How do you know that that's my motivation and not? He's my mate, yeah? And by the way, that week in St. Lucia, very good. Thank you very much. So it's about probity because it's about being able to demonstrate the motivation of why the contract was placed. And that motivation is pure and noble and not grubby and dirty. And that, of course, is much harder with negotiation. It's easier to demonstrate that the reason why someone got the big fat job was they won a competitive process. So probity is, of course, important. But these are both these are perfectly legitimate alternative ways to... Uh, uh, methods to use. 